0: Thank you, Mr. Chairman, good afternoon. Uh, Thanks to Vice Chair Murkowski and members of the committee. It's great to be here uh, today. My name is Brian Newland, I have the privilege of serving as Assistant Secretary for Indian Affairs here at the Department of the Interior. I wanna thank the committee for the opportunity to to present the department's testimony at this important oversight hearing on select provisions of the 1866 Reconstruction Treaties between the United States and the five tribes in Oklahoma. Several of these treaty provisions provide certain rights and privileges to some freedmen, who are people who were enslaved and later released from servitude by the Cherokee, Choctaw, Chickasaw, Muscogee Creek, and Seminole Nations, called at times the five tribes. The department appreciates the opportunity to discuss these important treaty provisions. Each of the five tribes enacted laws supporting enslavement and or restricting the rights of enslaved people. In 1866, after the Civil War, each of the five tribes entered into treaties with the United States. Those treaties contain provisions addressing the status and rights of freedmen and persons of African descent residing amongst the five tribes. It is important to understand that there is no single treaty or uniform law that applies to all freedmen. The Cherokee Nation, the Muscogee Creek Nation, and the Seminole Nation each have their own treaty with the United States. And the Chickasaw and Choctaw Nations share a treaty in common with the United States. All four of these treaties have slightly different provisions relating to the freedmen. In 1896, Congress established a commission uh, to the five civilized tribes to prepare membership roles for each of the tribes in anticipation of allotting their lands. Congress directed the commission to determine applications for citizenship in each of the five tribes in accordance with their treaties and their laws. Congress also required the commission to make a role of freedmen entitled to citizenship in said tribes and to include their names in the lists of members. The final roles would remain with the Commissioner of Indian Affairs and be considered the true and correct roles of persons entitled to the rights of citizenship in each tribe. In the past half century, there have been disputes within some of the five tribes regarding the legal status of freedmen descendants. The Cherokee Nation resolved the dispute over the status of Cherokee freedmen, utilizing its own judicial and political processes. In May of last year, Secretary Holland approved the Cherokee Nation Constitution that explicitly secures the citizenship and political rights of Cherokee freedmen. In a statement accompanying her approval, Secretary Holland stated that the new constitution, quote, fulfilled the nation's obligations to the Cherokee Freedmen and encouraged other tribes to take similar steps to meet their moral and legal obligations to the Freedmen. In February, I participated in consultation sessions with leaders of the five tribes to consider the potential for some direct services to the Freedmen from the BIA and the BIE. In particular, we asked the tribe's views on whether the Bureau of Indian Education should admit certain freedmen descendants as students at Haskell Indian Nations University and at Southwestern Indian Polytechnic Institute. We continue to review feedback and comments received from that consultation and have not made any decisions on a path forward. Determining eligibility for those services is a challenge for the department when considering uh, the freedmen descendants. The department generally defers to tribes to determine who is and who is not a tribal citizen. uh, Tribes have inherent authority to determine who qualifies as a tribal citizen. And as sovereign parties to treaties, tribes have an important role to play in interpreting those treaties with the United States. However, as Secretary Holland stated last year, the department continues to encourage tribes to take steps to meet their moral and legal obligations to freedmen descendants. Uh, The department's grateful to have the five tribes together here today along with Ms. Van and we look forward to continuing our work with the five tribes and with the committee as we consider the legal rights and the status of freedmen descendants. Thank you Mr. Chairman. Thank you Mr. Newland. Uh, Chief Hoskin please proceed with your testimony.